Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our time of scripture and prayer. We have an important gospel reflection today, and I want to invite you, as always, uh, let us know how we can pray for you. Leave your thoughts in the comments there, and uh, let's all pray for each other. Let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord and ask Him to make us servants of life today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father, for this day when we can advance in your grace. Each day is a day when we can gather up treasure in heaven during our brief time on earth, treasure that will last forever. Help us grow in love, help us grow in holiness. Help us, Lord God, to serve you faithfully. Help us to continue to repent of our sins as we do anew today. Help us to lead others to repentance and forgiveness. Bring us all to salvation. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right. Let us read this passage from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you must also be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant, whom the Master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant, whom his Master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, My master is long delayed, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day, and at an unknown hour, and will punish him severely, and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. This word awake, not woke, like our culture talks about in many segments today, woke being a denial of absolute unchanging objective truth, but awake, seeing that truth, embracing it, knowing who is master of the universe and serving him in a way that is bearing fruit for salvation, This is a common theme of the Gospels. There's a sense of urgency. The word is vigilance in Latin, vigilare, to stay awake, as opposed to sleep. Now, sleeping, we all know what it is to get drowsy and fall asleep. Sometimes we fall asleep when we're supposed to be awake. Sometimes, hopefully, we fall asleep when it's time to go to sleep. But the point is that it has a spiritual significance here. If we're missing the grace of God, I fear God passing by, St. Augustine would say, I, I, I'm afraid of missing him. I might be asleep to the 
to the moments and opportunities of grace. I might also be asleep to the advance of temptation. You know, if somebody guarding, well, guarding the house, Jesus uses this example. You're guarding the house, the thief comes. If you're asleep, the thief is going to be able to advance or get in the window or the door or through the roof or whichever way. And you're not going to be aware, you're not going to be able to defend the house because you're sleeping. You're not seeing the threat. Temptation can be like that. We, don't, we, we put ourselves in an occasion of sin, as it's called, in a situation where a temptation is more likely to arise and to overtake us. Got to be awake. The more awake we are, vigilant, eyes open, searching all around, radar going all the time, spiritual radar, we see the temptation coming way from afar off. We've got to resist it when it's still far away. Then we're stronger than when it's right on top of us. This is staying awake. Staying awake to see how we can serve at each moment, how we can love, how we can advance the kingdom of truth and of life, how we can defend life. Staying awake summarizes all of this. Staying awake, staying alive. And so Jesus puts this in the context of our vocation and of his coming. He says, look, I've put you here on earth for a limited amount of time. I'm coming back to ask for an account. There will be the judgment at the end of time. There will be the individual judgment when you die. You've got to stay awake in the meantime. And he says you've got to stay awake carrying out the specific vocation I've given you. So notice he says, the faithful and prudent servant, okay, that's all of us, whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time. Now, for those of you who are parents, this has an obvious application. I mean, you're literally doing that. You're providing food for your family. You're providing uh, education and nourishment and, 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 and growth to your children. That's your vocation. Those of you who are clergy, obviously giving the food at the proper time, serving those pastorally to whom you have been assigned. Those of you who are engaged in other occupations, you may be single, you may be married, but all of us has his or her household that we are entrusted to feed at the proper time because we're all called to witness to one another about the kingdom of God to encourage one another to stay on the way of salvation, to serve one another in the name of Christ. This applies to us all, but each in our own specific type of vocation. Those of you like myself who are involved in the pro-life movement, some of you like me full-time, others part-time, we have a household to take care of, don't we, and give them their food at the proper time. We have moms and dads tempted to have abortions that we need to lead to the alternatives to abortion. Uh, this week I'm at the CareNet conference. This is a, a, a net, one of the national, the biggest national gatherings of pro-life uh, pregnancy center directors and staff and volunteers, and and I'm there encouraging them and networking with them. They all have their household that they're in charge of. These pregnancy centers are giving the food at the proper time, the good counsel, giving the, the encouragement, giving the guidance, giving the help to say yes to the life that is already growing within that womb. So we all have our vocation. Jesus says, look, fulfill it faithfully every day and with vigilance. Keep watch over the thief that might come and try to destroy your joy your energy, your focus, your hope, 
The thief who might come and say, remember, the battle is in the mind of the enemy. The thief might come and say, oh, you're not really doing very well, or oh, your work is not having much effect. Beware of these thieves that come in the night. Chase them away. Stay faithful. Otherwise, what happens is we fall asleep and we say the master is long delayed. We start to think of the world not in the perspective of the Christ who is returning, but simply in the perspective of the day-to-day monotony of what's going on. No, he's coming back. He may come back today. If we lose the perspective that he's coming back and asking us for an account of our faithful fulfillment of our vocation, then we begin to think that we can call the shots. And instead of serving those around us, notice what it says, abusing those around us begins to beat his fellow servants. We can end up looking down on them, unjustly criticizing them, trying to manipulate them. Again, in the context of pro-life, we don't see these children in the womb, we as a society, as equal to the rest of us. Instead, we beat them. We beat them down. We push them out of the way. We exploit them. We oppress them. It's contrary to this, to this scripture. We've got to see them as fellow servants, much younger fellow servants, much more dependent. They still need to learn what the service of God is all about. But they've got the right to be protected and to be born. So staying awake means staying awake to their dignity, to their rights, to their needs, and to our responsibility to meet those needs. Give them their food at the proper season. Give them their lives at the proper season. So important, this perspective. Let's pray. Lord, you are coming back. And we await that day with eager faith and joy. But Lord, we also are vigilant. We are awake. You have given us each our vocation. Lord, we know our vocation. We pray today especially for the grace to fulfill it vigilantly, not to get distracted, not to get deterred, to be bearing good fruit each day and feeding one another with the example of faith, with the service of love, with the ways in which we can help one another on a natural and supernatural level, and with the saving of lives, Lord God. What better way to provide for the household that you've given each of us than to save the actual lives of our brothers and sisters. Bless us as we do this. Grant the needs of all who are listening now. Bring healing, bring forgiveness, bring guidance, bring consolation, bring praise of your name for victories that you have granted us and keep us all on your path. We pray now in the words that Jesus gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Well, thanks, friends. It's a joy to be with you. Thank you for uh, spreading this program to others. Use those buttons there, the like and the follow, the subscribe and the share and the comments. And all of this helps us reach more people online who will be interested in what we have to say. Please consider donating to our ministry. Uh, if you have already, uh, can please continue if you have never done so. Make today the day because, you know, we, we, we value your presence here and your, your financial support helps us to be present to you and others even more. ProLifeGift.org, ProLifeGift.org. And you can also, if you just want to give a regular phone call to our office, our number is very easy, 321-500-1000. 321-500-1000. Talk to our staff. We're always eager to help you. And uh, God bless you as you continue to serve the Lord. Tune into our programming throughout the day. And we will talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.